Hello, fellow adults. Welcome to This is Adulting, a podcast about being an adult <laughs> with your host, Jack and Danny. On today's episode for our adulting adventure, Danny and I will be doing personality tests to better learn about ourselves. Yes. Like, not I'm not learning more about Danny. Well, I am, but this is all stuff that I don't I don't do because I don't know about myself like in that way. Right. Like I've never really thought of personality tests as like a true way of figuring myself out. Right. But I mean, they're all, they're all, they're very intriguing. Yeah. About what, um, what they tell about you. Yeah. And it's right on theme with uh, new year, <laughs> new us and, and yes. learning some stuff and, and going forward with it. So Danny and I, and actually we, we included our, our, our good friend, Lindsay, um, our sound producer, because we wanted to have different views on our, on these personality tests and what they offer us. And just to compare these tests to what we actually know about each other. Right. Right. So we did three different tests. Yes. Um, three different uh, personality tests online. Yep. The first one was the high five test. High five test. Okay. So what we're gonna do is um, it gives a it explains our. Well, first, have you done many of these before? Oh have right. Have you taken um, any tests before? I I actually have not. Oh I, really? I think I've I've taken them through work. Okay. Like. Um, when I, when I used to work at, um, that, the tire shop I used to work at, yeah. um, uh, they, to get, they would learn more about the people that they hire. Yeah. Um, so they would make them do this personality test to kind of get an idea of who they were. Oh, that's interesting. Before they hired them, you know, kind of, uh. It's part of the interview process? It's, um, well, it's part of the, not so much the interview, interview, but as soon as they hire them, then they make them take this personality test to kind of better know what to expect from them. Right. So as a manager, I was making people do these tests. Yeah. And it's interesting what um, they, they, they tell you about certain people. Right. You know? So I not have to, done... Not to skip ahead, but I almost wonder if there's a, like, um, like a self-fulfilling prophecy when you, when you get a result. Like if it says, like, <laughs> you're a really hard worker. You're like, yes, yeah. I am a hard worker. And that's beneficial for the employer. <laughs> You know, it's always nice to hear that from someone else. Yeah. Hear the stuff that you know about yourself. That's you, very true. When you hear from someone else, it's like, yes, well, I work hard at that. Yeah. <laughs> Linz, have you taken any of these tests before? Yeah, I've done a number of them. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll pick up like the Myers-Briggs one or yeah. whatever and just see see where I, I test. And I've done some through, through school, never through work. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's about it. Good old internet tests. The best. Yeah. So that it does. It does. Um, I have done it before. Yeah. Um, and going into our questions, why does this activity make you a well-rounded adult? Well, like I pointed out before, it's a good way for you to learn more about yourself. Right. Right. Um, and yeah, have you done this before? Well, Danny, you've done. I've done quite a few. Numerous ones. One of my uh, recently, I had done the. There's a Clifton Strengths, and it's 34 strengths, and then you take this big long test, and you get them ranked, and it's very similar to the High Five test. I mean, we just did a free one, but um, yeah. Like I was saying, there's there's a piece where it's like when you are um, admired for something or, or um, acknowledged your skills in something, yeah. it, it feels really good. And then when I, so when I'm at work and I'm like, I am a this, like, you know, like I, I'm like, I'm, I'm very good at this. So I really like these tests. That's good. I don't, I don't take enough of them, but um, I feel as though I have a good, I, but I guess when I, when we see the results of this, maybe I'll learn more about myself that I didn't know. Yeah. But. Uh, okay, so um, the first one was the high five test. So it, this defi- like defines five of our best strengths. Yep. 
Um, so we're going to go for each one. So number one, I had deliver. <clears throat> and deliver, let's see. I'll, I'll just read it off here. And you can take this test at highfivetest.com. Yes. So if anyone wants to do it. If you guys want to do it and compare your results to us, then yeah. So deliver. Your objective is to take responsibility. If there is a person who is emotionally bound to follow through on all promises, then it's you. Nice. That's nice to know. <laughs> your strong ethical principles do not let you simply write missteps off on excuses and rationalizations. It holds true no matter how small or large the issue you are dealing with. Your name and reputation depend on you being responsible for your commitments. That's why people love to have you in, on their team. When assigning new responsibilities, they look at you first. They are 100% sure that what that what what will get on your desk will get done no matter what. Nice. So yeah, I like I that's like That's totally. You. It's yeah. I think that's um that goes hand in hand with a lot of my work ethic yeah. that I've had in a lot of my jobs and in my career is that if I get tasked something, mm-hmm. I it's my main focus. Oh, and, and I would say I, even you as a friend, like you are very loyal, very like, what can I do? Oh, thanks, Danny. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. What did you get for number one? My Danny? number one is catalyst, which is your objective is to act and to initiate action. You cannot wait until the discussions are over, wondering when we can actually start doing something. Undoubtedly, sometimes the progress could be achieved in a meeting room, but be but deep down in your heart, you know that it is the action that leads to tangible results. That's the, the main points of mine. If you want me to read it all, I can read it all. But yeah. I, this will become a <laughs> no, very, very long, long podcast. Yeah, podcast. no, that's fine. Um, Linz, what did you get for number, two, um, number one? My, my number one was uh, optimist. And it is, uh, your objective is to bring positive spirit. If there's someone believing the glass is half full instead of half empty, then it's you. Whether it's a work project, daily situation, you always manage to find a way to make everything more exciting, inject enthusiasm into people, and that's why they love to be around with you. (laughs) (laughs) I totally think that's true for you, Lance. You are positive, bright, shiny light. Try to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That term, half, half, the cup is half full or half empty, what what is your guys' take on that? I mean, I I understand it. I think that it's a good way of putting things in perspective and i think there was was there a question on this that in this test about what um whether you believe that if your cup is half full or half empty like you determine that yeah Yeah. which i I think makes sense like but like do you see it as half empty or half full the world just your glass just a glass just your glass in general think of it as your bucket remember how we talked about your bucket having stuff i'm sure it's not the same thing it's all yeah it's all different like i have different buckets of different like an outsider would probably say my glass should be half full or is half full based on the way that I project myself. Mm-hmm. I would say personally right now my glass is half empty, but that's my own personal issues. Yeah. Um, but I think I still look at the world as like half full. Like I don't think that things are negative for any particular reason. Like, yeah. yeah. I've always looked at it as like um, the way I look at it is my glass is half full yeah. because I've um, – because I look at that empty space above in that second half of the glass as more things I can fill it with, mm-hmm. more good things that I can fill it with that I want in that glass. Right. So when that glass is, and this is tying into our, our last podcast about talking about living your life to the fullest. Right. When my glass hopefully one day gets full, 
mm-hmm. I think that will be my my life lived to the fullest. Right. Which who knows if that'll ever get full, right? So I don't know. I always get a little cheeky with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, what's it full of? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Is there a good thing in your glass or is there a bad thing in your glass? Yeah, I guess that makes um, sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, maybe you have multiple glasses. <laughs> right. There could be different glasses for a, different scenarios of your life. Right. Or different aspects of your life. Maybe it's half full and you still have a carton of milk in the fridge. <laughs> so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. Whether the milk is good or bad. Right. Know, that, Which, that depends. I mean, basically means you just have to take each scenario, you know, yeah. by, by how it goes. Everything's different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry to take away from that, but uh, our list. But, yeah, I just... Um, it was just, it's always interesting to me, like, that that analogy, 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 because I was like, there's so many different ways to view this thing, like, but, um, so I think, uh, number two, I think a lot of, I think we have some crossover with a lot of our, uh, our traits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two, I'm a catalyst, just like Danny was number one. What do you think of that? Um, I definitely think it's me, because, like, from what I think, the, the first couple lines, your objective is to act and initiate action. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I definitely, especially nowadays, because I'm being a little more like um, optimistic and opportunistic about things because I want to try different things and open my life to new things. Mm-hmm. I think that is something that, and when I have the chance, I'm always on top of it. Right. Like I'll try it with a lot of times without even thinking about the consequences. I'll just be like, oh, this sounds really exciting and new. I'm going to go do it. Right. You know, like starting a podcast with my friends, you know, (laughs) that's something that I didn't ever think I would ever be doing, but it's turned out to be like a really awesome and fun thing to do. Right. So I'm glad that I got into that and that's, yeah. Uh, Danny, what's your number two? My number two is coach. So your objective is to develop people's potential. Contrary to what others might think, you believe that every person has the potential for development. None of the people have achieved the ultimate level of excellence there's always space to grow um you perceive it as your personal mission to help others utilize their potential and to experience success which i think is bang on well and i think that um that goes along with like your job mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when you work with uh, at the boys and girls club um that you see like you deal with a lot of these people that you know or a lot of kids mm-hmm. that you see a lot of potential and you you have that like general drive to push them to what they can do i think it also is me from a supervisor Mm -hmm. place like i think that this is the way i look at my team as well is that it part of my job is to help them succeed um and whatever that means for each of them yeah but as well as as like as as a friend and we've had good talks where you have done the same thing for me right you know and i see that you do that with a lot of your friends so that's uh that's pretty bang on too thank you yeah, my uh, my second one was was deliverer. So yep. I, I cross over with you, Jack. Um, and just yeah, getting things done. Getting things always, done. Always always yeah, on my mind. Take like, I woke yeah. up yesterday just with like cycling through. Okay, all oh, I was, like take the Christmas tree out. I'm gonna go snowshoeing. We're gonna do this thing. I'm gonna work on the bathroom. I'm gonna try and just like just <laughs> trying to get this entire list of things done. Always trying yeah. to get stuff done. Yeah. Nice. Yep. And I can see you doing that too because yep. yeah, you um you you come through with and like. The, the times where you take lots of pictures of our dodgeball tournaments and stuff like that, and I know that editing mm-hmm. and doing all that kind of stuff through all your pictures, but somehow, somehow the next day or the next couple of days, 
you're like there. Or like, like anytime we ask her to do a Photoshop, Photoshop. like we're like, Lindsay, can She's you do a Photoshop of, of this yeah. stupid thing that we yeah. just made up? Yeah. Joe's like, yep, I'll do it's that right away. And it's the best. Somebody of put like, me on a cat. Yeah. Can you can you make, Photoshop me throwing a cat? Oh yeah, I got this. And like you're there, like on it. Well, I was telling Lindsay that um, at my wedding we had. So my dad has six siblings, but only five of them could attend my wedding. They're most like across the country. Mm-hmm. And so there was a picture of the six of them and Lindsay photoshopped in my um, aunt. So the sixth sibling and like they use that photo for everything, like oh, as yeah. if she was there because it, it's such a good job. So <laughs> that's awesome. yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. And that's, that's our talented sound producer. Lindsay, yeah. She's so awesome at that. <laughs> All right. Number three, I got self-believer. Ooh. Now let me read this off to you here. Your objective is to bring confidence. While you might not know that what the future is going to bring, it does not disturb you. Somewhere deep in your mind and heart, you know, no matter what happens, you will go through with it. This inner confidence and self-motivation allows you to take risks, able to meet new challenges, able to state claims, and most important, able to deliver. Hmm. Um, there's more stuff, but yeah, it's, um, I think it, I think that's, um, that's right up yeah, your alley. Absolutely. Yeah, like I, I try not to worry about the future, which it could be a downfall for me. But at the same time, like, if I get too stressed out about the future sometimes, I wouldn't be the person I am. Right. You know, like, try to be a positive person and taking every day at a time, you know. Um, it's good to plan for the future, but <laughs> I, uh, I'm i pretty happy with how... But we've, I mean, we've talked about in other episodes about part of becoming an adult is knowing that no matter where you land, you're going to land, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, whenever you, wherever you land, being able to make a plan from there, right. And, and trying something different. Like, I think that that's really freeing to know that whatever you do, it's going to be something. Yeah. And adapting to your, adapting to your situation is, um, something I think I do well is making the best of whatever I have and whatever I, whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, uh, I think that, uh, is pretty good for who I am, a self-believer. Yeah. Um, my third is empathizer. Your objective is to be empathetic to others' emotions. No one can step into others' shoes better than you. It comes so naturally to you. You might not agree with everyone's perspective and emotion, but most importantly, uh, you are able to understand what the person is going through. It allows you to have a personalized approach to everyone, to see their differences and specialties, to include them to and to treat them fairly. Um, and this one, there's one in the Clifton Strengths finders which is called individualization and it's about seeing everyone's individual as individuals and mm-hmm. and taking <clears throat> like just taking them for who they are and then yep. and then interacting with them on that level and that's my number one so um although this one's more about like understanding emotions i i'm not surprised that this is on mine mm-hmm. no i'm no, not, not surprised, surprised at all <laughs> not at all um and like and that's that's we know we all notice that when we talk to you about anything like anything involving other feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. That's been a one. That's why you're one of my go-to people to talk about things. What a love fest this you know? is. Yeah, this, this is, is so is, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I hope uh, everyone takes this test and then like <laughs> talks to their friends about it. It's it's good, but at, like it's good to know this kind of stuff. Even though I'm sure people hear it every so often, or they they, they think about it, it's good to come back to it to right. know that that's your strength and that's something that you can, um, you know, make better about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Do you think, sorry, do you think if you took these tests when you were like 20, would you be able to contextualize them or 
conceptual what's the right word maybe contextualize um but, but be able to kind of take it the way that we can now and be like oh okay this is this is a place that i can grow yeah well i mean i i just thinking about the questions yeah. when i was taking them um I was just looking at them. I was like, I would have answered this even like a year ago. Right. I would have answered these questions differently. Right. You know, so tw- like if I was 20 years old again, it would have been a different thing. And I think that, yeah, that is something that you can learn to grow. I mean, a lot of this stuff is seems pretty positive. Yeah. But if they're like a little more, like a lot of the tests, like I said, um, at my work, they, they, they target your strengths and weaknesses of the people that are applying. Right. So... When it comes to like work ethics, yeah, some it might show some positive strengths of their work ethic, but it'll it'll target their their weaknesses too. Their areas. So to that's grow. where that's where you take that person and be like, okay, if this person needs to be give a task, given a task all the time and told what to do, yeah, then you do that, yeah, you know, and then that's how they become a very competent worker. Right. This is kind of the same thing, yeah. Where it's like you take whatever it tells you, and. But like I said, this doesn't give you very much negative no, feedback. No, it's so all very positive. It's hard to work on that. It's hard to work on something when you don't know that something's yeah. wrong with you, right? Sorry, Lindsay. I oh, cut no. you off no, for no, your no, number no. three. No, it's all good. Um, my number three is strategi- strategist, um, which I feel is pretty self-explanatory. Um, it goes on about uh, being able to see the big picture and kind of planning to achieve success by seeing the big picture as opposed to all the little, mm-hmm. the little things. And, and I like that one with your yeah. number one. Like I think that that's you it's not just that you're looking at the future like i think you look with a very optimist lens Mm -hmm. yeah but still try and plan to get things done yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. no and uh yeah no i think that's uh again i mean and these are all things that we know about each other which is good i i we see all these strengths in each other which is is uh is good i guess that's test is done what it's purposeful for that's an but this last one like i don't in our friendship, I don't know if I'm always focusing on the way you see the world necessarily. And mm-hmm. so that is an yeah. interesting one because that maybe that's like a lot in your work world work. as well. Yeah. That's true. Like when we're, when we're just hanging out as, as friends, we don't see the kind of work ethic that we each other right. have, you know, like when we do our jobs or when we deal with other things, like with how you deal with Tim or mm-hmm. Arlie, you know, there's, there's different ways that you deal with them much right. than other people. So, all right. Number four. Um, I got believer. So number three was self-believer <laughs> and number four is believer. So, um, what believer is, is your objective is to believe and do the right thing. Of course, the right thing differs from person to person, but one thing is true. You have a certain set of values that you are not ready to compromise. Moreover, these values are like a compass guiding you, providing a direction and giving your life meaning and satisfaction. Danny's laughing at me right now. (laughs) You believe that money is not the ultimate measure of success. Some people call you the person of purpose. Correspondingly, you choose people you spend time with and companies you work for with respect to the alignment to these values. It makes you very trustworthy and reliable in any environment. Your team members will always value your consistency. So, yes. It, like, matches so <laughs> yeah. well. All, like, what was your first one again? Uh, deliver. Yeah. yeah. And it's, like, right along these same lines of, like, you just, you just do and you're, you're like, um, what is that quote of, you do the right thing even if no one's looking. Yeah. And, yeah. like, um, yeah, I mean, even going back to our last episode with our talking about resolutions, like you are just that person who's like, <laughs> I'm going to go on this path and I'm going to get to my life fulfilled and I'm going to do all these things. And yeah, 
That's awesome. Yeah. And like, um, I, I'm the way I am because like, I don't, I don't try to hide anything. I don't try to hide the, w- the way I am to anybody. And that's, I think that's, uh, aligns pretty perfectly with what this says to me about me. Yep. Uh, Danny, you're number four. My number four is problem solver. Your objective is to solve problems. Any breakdowns are normally uh, demotivating to the majority of people, but not for you. Uh, at the contrary, when something does not work the way it should be, it provides you an opportunity to analyze symptoms of a problem, identify what's wrong, and find the solution. In other words, you are a great problem solver. Yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. puzzles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, do like that. Do you run into a lot of problems at work? Like, no, I love it. And you, you love, well, you're dealing with like children, right? Yeah. So, I mean, problems arise all the time. Yeah, we are really um, a strength-based agency, and I really appreciate that because it's looking at all the problems from a, from a strength-based place. So, it's not that a kid is hyperactive. It is that they have mm, okay. like incredible energy or whatever it might be, and looking at the in quotes, problem and saying like, how do we make this into a positive? Mm -hmm. Um, How do we build up this kid um, so that we're not going down that negative path? And I, and I really enjoy that. And again, as a supervisor, I enjoy um, working with my team to come up with um, solutions to things. I, it's, it's, I learned what a consultant does and I was like, oh, I'm going to be a consultant one day because I'm like, bring me the problems. Let me tell you what to do. I don't have to do anything about it. I'll just tell you how to solve the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's professional problem yeah. solver to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, I think that's a, yeah. another nail. Hitting the nail on the head. Hitting the nail on the head. You were getting confused with nail (laughs) in the the coffin? coffin. (laughs) Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Hitting the coffin on the head. Uh, (laughs) Linzo? Uh, My my fourth is thinker. Oh. And it says your objective is to think. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Uh, This makes me laugh a little bit. Just the description. It's like some get excited by exercising their biceps and triceps. (laughs) But I mean, I'm a total gym rat too. So, uh, (laughs) but you get excited by stretching your brain muscles through deep thinking. Uh, it doesn't mean you're necessarily focused. It means you enjoy mental activity and meaningful conversations. Yeah. The heart to hearts. The heart to hearts. Love the heart to hearts. So many heart to hearts. Your mind journeys, you perceive yourself as your best companion. Love solo trips and all yeah. that. So, I mean, I think it, 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 it fits. I'm uh, definitely an introspective person. Yeah. So, yeah, that one that one definitely fits. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and like, <laughs> Lindsay, you've had to go through... Lots of stuff to think about, I'm sure. With, Tons like, of stuff to think about. So, I mean, yeah, and being um, introspective has yeah. been a fantastic skill. <laughs> I do like that it says yeah. flexing your biceps and triceps. You can't do both. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jock or a thinker. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Stereotypes. Oh. And this was the jock versus thinker's type test. <laughs> um, my fifth one was problem solver. So just like Danny... Um, my uh, objective is to solve problems. So, I mean, going through life, I've had to do that like my whole life through my careers and my, my life problems. I always try to find the best possible solution out of Mm -hmm. all these problems. So yeah, yeah, we've had many good talks about problems and how to come to solutions. You and I have. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, and yeah. And like the good thing is that we have like when you have other problem solvers in your life, that's what you go to to try to like, cause there's always going to be problems that you can't solve on your own mm-hmm. yeah um but the good thing is about like having a good support group and stuff like that is that you can always go to people that you know are problem solvers too and right. now that i know that 
you're a great problem solver, which I always knew <laughs> which that. You I always knew that. That's why I always <laughs> go and talk to you about things, you know? Like I and but I mean same with Lindsay. Like everyone has great traits to talk about things, right? Yeah. It doesn't say that Lindsay's a problem solver. I don't think. No, I don't have that one. But, but I know that she has the ability to problem solve as well. Yeah. And like all this kind of stuff well, her last one, the thing, like being able to have the heart to hearts and the thing, like thinking through, like yeah. Lindsay, someone you can talk to, she'll listen. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's very, it's not. I may like not have all the solutions right off the bat, <laughs> but yeah. even, no, but being I able, think even being able to just talk about talk it and talk through, through things. things is, yeah. 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 So yeah, that was my um, fifth and I've done that. I've had to use that in all of like a lot of my career. Right. A lot of my jobs in the past like that as problem solving, but as well as like my relationships and friends mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah and you think um a lot of your work with doing different trades i guess yeah. or like it's very much that like okay what is the situation yeah. and how do we deal with it and and then go forward yep. like yeah Probably. um my fifth one is storyteller storyteller yeah your objective is to communicate a message you are a natural storyteller and it's not only your natural talent but also a strength that you are constantly working on you're always in search for a perfect phrase and powerful word combination to attract and capture the attention of your audience i feel as though you always have like the right ana analogies ana analogies, <laughs> ana analogies. God, this is the second time i've got to <laughs> analogies uh, analogies to like when when talking about certain things yeah is you put things in perspective like logical perspective by saying this analogy thank you and i've noticed that a lot about you so that's yeah that's i do like to talk storyteller yeah and well that's stories. why you and got us in this podcast a lot of stories yeah and that's why a podcast is perfect for you yeah i guess us <laughs> and we both like love to talk so <laughs> That's uh, that's a good that's my uh, number five. Yeah, that's good number five. Yeah, my number five is uh, philomath, and yeah. what does I've that never word mean? I've, <laughs> I know I've never heard of that word before. So today I learned. Um, but uh, it says your objective is to learn new things. Oh, um, and we just learn new things too. That's yeah. that's an interesting word. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, you like to experiment with different styles of learning as well. In the end, there's something to learn from that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so you don't necessarily have to become an expert, but just always preferring to pick up something new, and then once you kind of have a hand on that, shift to something else new. Oh and my that gosh! Is me that is to you so much? Absolutely. To a T. <laughs> yeah. Now we're That's, into bird photos. Exactly. Podcasting. <laughs> but you're, but as much as we call Jack a jack of all trades, like you are also <laughs> a jack of all yeah, trades. You have like a lot of very many talents. Yeah. Very talented. Always looking to learn new skills. Have you thought about what your next? Oh, adventure is going to be is going to be i don't know yeah no yeah still oh, yeah, very like... stuck on the bird thing <laughs> <laughs> i keep on thinking about all the places i've traveled yeah. and wanting to go back to those places yeah. to see all the to birds all that the i birds. missed yeah because you never well, I, I wasn't mean, paying attention, yeah, paying attention <laughs> i was attention like oh my god what did i miss like yeah. <laughs> yeah do you think you'll ever get to a bird convention oh maybe <laughs> who knows who knows? Yeah, I probably will get do to they a bird. Have for oh, I'm sure they I'm, do. They have conventions, oh, for, they have everything. conventions for everything. Yeah. Which we have to go to a couple of different conventions. Yes, go to a convention. We do. Yeah. White Earp one. The White Winona Earp. Winona. Yeah. Winona Earp. Yeah. Are yeah. they in, in somewhat related? We started. Um, do you think we'll get invited to a <laughs> podcast convention one day? Uh, one day, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how half full our cup is or half yeah. empty is. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the high five test. Those are high five tests. Um, let's see. Let's move on to. I'll say the um, so the Clifton Strength 
test that I had taken that's very similar to this. If you buy the full version, it's so it's 32 or 34 <clears throat> strengths, and it does rank all of them. And so 32 strengths? Yeah. And so um, it's funny because t- my husband and I both took it, and his top ones are like my bottom ones, and vice versa, which is no surprise. Like Tim is not like <laughs> yeah. I mean, he is a sociable person, but very different. When he's drunk, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love drunk Tim. <laughs> but but it was really funny to see because there's a lot like it does give you that place like the places where you can improve because yeah. it's like oh yeah, I don't like like his his is very like analytical and. Um, yeah, thoughtful. Like I'm much more a do before I even think about it. Um, Sorry, did you say 34 like traits or strengths? Strengths. Man, I don't think I can even think of 34 strengths. I'll mind. show. I'll show you what mine is after. Oh, but man, that's so um, crazy. Yeah, like, it's really interesting what's near the bottom and and um, yeah. So so these are all very positive yeah. because it's your top five and they're mm-hmm. all even the things that rank at your bottom are still positive. Yeah. It's not like it's now these are negative well, traits. Well, they're strengths still. They're right? strengths. Yeah. And so, um, but it's an area that you can grow in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's so that's good. this one. Interesting. What do we do next? Um, we did the 16 personalities right. test. So here's where we start to get very overlapping. Yes. Yes. This is the, the this is where the, uh, where you, you, you keep the kind of people that are like-minded in your, in your life. It's a little crazy. And it's, yeah. We, we all took these tests. So they were all, I don't know, five, 10 minutes. And so we're taking them silently and it's like, Lindsay finishes and then I finish and then Jay. And it's like, we're all like pretty much right on par. So you guys got the same. Yes. Yes. We're both protagonists. Protagonists. Now, when I took this test at work, I also got protagonist, but today I got, um, counsel. So mine is ESFJ and you guys got ENFJ. Yeah, ENFJ dash A. And it's interesting because I got dash I, T too. I think that's oh, just okay. at the top. What do you think about the protagonist? I I really enjoyed being the protagonist at work because it was there was only a handful of people that fell in that category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean let's I'm gonna read off a couple of like the, the first phrases of like there there's a lot to read, but um I'll try to give you like the idea of what who protagonists are. Um protagonists are natural born leaders, full of passion and charisma. Forming around 2% of the population. But are, 100% in this room. <laughs> <laughs> they are oftentimes our politicians, our coaches, our teachers. Um, people are drawn to strong personalities. and pro- protagonists radiate authenticity, concern, and, and altruism. Mm-hmm. Unafraid to stand up and speak when they feel something needs to be said. So, um, yeah, I think that... So- uh, Sometimes I don't know if that quite fits me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's partially be because um, on the introverted, extroverted scale, I'm like right dead in right. the middle. And yeah. it depending on the day I take the test, sometimes I'm 51% extroverted. So it pops me into that extroverted category. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like 51% introverted. And then it pops me into the, the introvert category, right. which is an entirely different um, set, of set, of, yeah. set of stuff. Yeah. So I'm going to read this too. It's um, kind of a... Uh, I wouldn't say a negative point of it, but it says protagonists are vulnerable to another snare as well. They have a tremendous capacity for reflecting on and analyzing their own feelings, but if they get too caught up up in another person's plight, they can develop a sort of emotional hypochondria, seeing other people's problems in themselves, trying to fix something in themselves that isn't wrong. Mm -hmm. I think I have that problem sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, that's... uh, the protagonist is, um, 
I think it's just like a a person that's confident and like and cares about other people and as a good as a natural born leader, like it said. Mm-hmm. But they care sometimes too much. Yeah, and it it starts to take effect on themselves. Right, so, and there's, I think that's um, that's really me in a lot of aspects. There's a it's called like empath empathetic fatigue. I think yeah. I think that's like yeah. in a lot of helping jobs where yes. I think that you can get that where it's like you kind of take on so many people's problems and issues that you yourself become burnt out because you just you've given up so much of yourself already. So I totally could see that. Yeah. So two strengths of the of the protagonist. Um, it shows strengths and weaknesses. So um, something I think both uh, Lindsay and I have are reliable. Mm-hmm. Um. The one thing that Gaul's protagonist is the most is the most is the idea of letting down a person or cause they believe in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I feel the exact <laughs> same way. If I commit to something, I'm <laughs> committing to something. If it's possible, protagonists can always be counted on to see, see it through. So just like the other test, mm-hmm. it says exact that. Um, charismatic, charm and popularity are qualities protagonists have in spades. They instinctively know how to capture an audience and pick up on mood and motivation in ways that allow them to communicate with reason, emotion, passion, and restraint, whatever the situation calls for. Yeah. Um, but now the the the, the weaknesses. <laughs> oh man, like this is me to a T. Too selfless. <laughs> Too selfless. Protagonists can bury themselves in their hopeful promises, feeling others' problems as their own, and striving to hard to meet their word. Mm-hmm. We just mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. I, I hate letting people down. If they aren't careful, they can spread themselves too thin and be left unable to help anyone. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other weaknesses. Uh, let's see. Too selfless. Over-idealistic. Um, too sensitive. Hmm. Uh, I don't think that's really... Well, I don't know. I mean, you're a little sensitive reading it out right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me? Stupid. I'm not too sensitive. Stupid, <laughs> stupid test. Let's do a test. I'm done with this <laughs> test. Uh, fluctuating self-esteem. Um, struggle to make tough decisions. Yes. If caught between Sometimes. a rock and a hard place, protagonists can be stricken with paralysis. Imagining all the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, especially if those consequences are human- humanitarian. Oh, there's romantic relationships too. All right, this. I'm going to do mine now. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. 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 So today, Danny, go ahead. today I got the consoles, and that's ESFJ. Uh, people who share the console personality type are, for ba- for lack of a better word, popular, which makes sense given that it is so very. It is also a very common personality type, making up twelve percent of the population. I'm not special anymore. <laughs> In high school, consoles are cheerleaders and the quarterback, setting the tone, or soccer players. Um, and taking the spotlight and leading their teams forward to victory and fame. Later in life, consoles continue to enjoy the, enjoy supporting their friends and loved ones, organizing social gatherings, and doing their best to make sure everyone is happy. That sounds like me. I don't think, like, I wouldn't say, I don't know if popular is the right word, but, I mean, I like people a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, when we were out last night, we are like, where'd Danny go? And someone's like, oh, she's probably talking to someone she knows. <laughs> she probably found someone she knows. <laughs> she knows everybody. Know everybody. I do know everybody. That is very true. Let's see what it says for strengths and weaknesses. That I get. So going back, I mean, not to go back to funeral talk, but um, my grandpa's funeral was yesterday and it was at the hall. And like, it, I come by it naturally. My, my mom, my grandma, like did not sit down. So when we were at the, after the funeral and everyone's eating, there was 350 people at this funeral. Wow. It's huge. 
because that is just my family, yeah. you know, like, and it's a small community. But anyways, so my mom was up talking to people. My grandma was up talking to people. Like, I, I come by it naturally. So anyways, so for console strengths and weaknesses, uh, the strengths are strong practical skills. Consoles are excellent managers of day-to-day tasks and routine maintenance, enjoying to make sure, making sure that those who are close to them are well cared for. Um, strong sense of duty. People with the console type have a strong sense of responsibility and strive to meet their obligations. Uh, though this may sometimes be more from a sense of social expectations than intris- intrinsic drive, which I totally get that. Um, very loyal, social sensitive and warm and good at connecting with others. Um, which I mean, so many of them are similar to what you guys have, just kind of different words. Yeah. Um, consoles weaknesses. So worried about their social status. These strengths are related to a chief weakness, um, social status and influence, which affects many decisions they make potentially limiting their creativity and open-mindedness. And I would say, um, I think I fall more under what you guys have. Like I, I don't, I think as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I don't know if I am as worried about my social standing. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think definitely at in high school, I would have been worried, like, what if I do this? What will people think? And now I'm kind of like, whatever. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear as much makeup anymore, and I wear sweats, and I don't care. Um, inflexible. Um, reluctant to innovate or improvise, which it's like these. a lot of these are going against some of the stuff that we talked about in the other one. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable to criticism, totally. Uh, often too needy. I don't think so, but maybe my husband would say different. And then, and then uh, too selfless, which again, I don't think I am anymore. Like, I don't think that I, I, I actually think I'm pretty selfish. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if I agree with this one. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, well, you said that you usually get protagonists yeah. before, right? Like, um, yeah. So I don't know so what's different you, today. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Did you answer any questions differently? Who or? knows? Yeah. I was but just trying to get the best one. Was this one. the one with the scale, like the, the scale bar? No, the scale was the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was strongly agrees. Then it oh, had like yeah, all yeah. the dots. Oh, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. So maybe so. I picked like a strongly agree or yeah. whatever. What's the one that you sometimes get, Lindsay, you were saying? Oh, um, I usually I usually get um, INTJ. INTJ. Oh, which yeah. I think is scientist. Oh. Yeah. You I think. are a scientist. Yep. Oh, if you want to do this test, this one is 16. So the number 16 personalities.com. Yeah. Um, and there's actually a lot more to it. Like there's actually a lot of reading about it. So, so our, I, I emailed myself this, um, cause I want to learn more about the, yeah, it has strengths and weaknesses. It has, um, in a relationship, it has at a workplace as a parent, like it has a yeah. lot of info of how this relates to other people. Yeah. It was architect. Oh INTJ. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but again, that E flip-flops right. for me quite I-N-E, mm. often flip-flops. It needs yeah. to be, just be an A for ambivert. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would do a test like this every year just to see if my life changes right. like throughout the year. Like like I said, last year, I would have answered these questions a lot differently, mm-hmm. and it probably would have given me a different mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But this year, it's... But then again, a lot of it is uh, a lot of my normal traits that right. I have. My, like, in my, Through oh, your my lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's not yeah. like suddenly you're just... <clears throat> Uh, charismatic person like, yeah yeah okay so that was 16 personalities mm-hmm. so that um like i said there was a lot more reading but you know we, we don't want to get too far, too deep into this um but if you're someone that wants to learn a little more about yourself i would suggest doing some of these tests mm-hmm. um just because it tells you a lot more about yourself and what you can do to kind of better improve your life by going by going through it um now our last test that we did um 
I don't know. I don't know about this test. Mine, I thought my results were were pretty spot on for me. Oh, yeah. For the Enneagram? Yeah. Yeah, Enneagram is, I feel like a lot of people have been using this one lately. Yep. Can you not find your No, no, I got it here. I just got to learn more about it there. Yeah. Oh, if you if you get your the PDF, it's much better than the the learn about it. Oh, right. One. Yeah, it's so much better. So we took um, a test called yourenneagramcoach.com and it's not a like it's a free one, but there's it's a lot more it's a like a lot further. You can go a lot further. So there's yeah. courses you can get coaches. Just like in, like most tests, there's mm. people behind them that will do coaching with you based on your results. Um, so yeah, we all took this test and again, we had overlap and I got a different one than I normally get. Um, but Lindsay and I got the same one. Yeah, Lindsay and I are like the same person. And, and that is the one that I normally get. So you guys both got type, type seven, type seven. Yeah. which is the, uh, entertaining optimist. Right. And I got type three, which I, just lost my results oh no no it's okay i'll find it type oh, yeah. three which is oh, yeah. the achiever okay yeah yeah that so That's i'll read um... i'll read about mine when i find them but you guys go ahead okay Lindsay, you want to read yeah first? sure thing because i've got the the better description yeah, so it's okay. um so sevens love to plan and anticipate positive future events they enjoy having variety and multiple choices do not want to be limited restricted or bored mm-hmm. um they may be well-rounded affirming and generous or they can be narcissistic and escapist <laughs> <laughs> probably all depending um yeah. and have an insatiable appetite for excitement it says at their the, worst they can be narcissistic yes escapist. yes yeah at their worst um uh, the, the thing that resonated me was like the core fear and the core fears of being limited, bored, incomplete, inferior, or missing out on something, feeling yeah. disappointed or trapped. Yeah. And that is, yeah. yeah. I always say like my biggest fear is being like mediocre. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't think you'd have to worry about that. No, uh, I don't, don't want to be but mediocre. Like, I, I get, I get that. Yeah. I have that same kind of fear. Um, I always want to strive for my best mm-hmm. and being mediocre at anything is not something I like to be. No. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> core desire to be satisfied, content, and to have all their needs fulfilled. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Core weakness. Core weakness. Gluttony. Oh yeah. To oh, overcome feelings of inner emptiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, type oh, sevens. My bucket is empty. That's <laughs> <all> <laughs> my all the bucket is empty. Um, type sevens pursue a variety of positive, stimulating ideas and activities, but they never feel that they have enough. That yeah. High five, sure. Lindsay. High yeah. five, because I'm in on this too. Yes, I, you are yes, also yes. Okay, you. But My today, dad did, what has changed? I don't what know. You didn't get this stuff. I don't stuff? know. Maybe because I'm a depressed. Maybe. <laughs> maybe your emotions maybe are dealing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My on. my dad used to always say, "Burning the candle on both ends," where it was yeah. just like, "I have to do everything. Like I can't sleep. I have to do everything." Did you find your type three? Oh yeah. Okay. So Let's type see. three is a successful <clears throat> achiever. So type threes are people who measure themselves by external achievement and the roles that they play. They may be goal-oriented, accomplished, and excel at what they do, or they can be conniving, competitive, or fake. (laughs) Fake news. Fake news. I am fake news. Um, My core fear is failing, being incapable, unimpressive, unable to do, to be second best, lackluster, unmasked, incompetent, inefficient, without merit or exposed. You know, that sounds a lot like the seven spheres as well. Yeah. But just with different words. I almost, like, I don't disagree with this side. It's almost like that is, um, 
the seven is like my personality. The three is me maybe at work, right? Oh, Where yeah, it's okay. like I yeah. want to do very well at work. I, I did don't you do like these to, tests at work sometimes? I haven't done this one at oh. work, no. Um, the core desire of threes is to feel loved, valuable, and worthwhile by simply being themselves without having to perform. So I get that. Yeah, that totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And my core weakness is deceit. Type threes deceive themselves into believing that they are the only image, that they are only the image they present to others, which I totally, totally get, uh, especially with everything kind of going on mm-hmm. with my mental health. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, external versus internal um, reflection and like who am I to other people and who am I to myself because um, I definitely think that those are two different faces. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. What did you think of this one? Um, it was, I didn't, you know, I didn't really like answering the questions mm-hmm. um, just because they're only true or false questions. And it was for your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, think about your entire life. It's tough yeah. because I feel like uh, like there's there's some things that are pretty set in stone I think with with personality but yeah. I think there's a lot that's not static mm-hmm. that that changes as you grow and experience and and learn things right. and yeah 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 so I didn't I didn't enjoy this test as much but I mean it is interesting to hear a lot of the things that but it's it's not far from what uh, from what I am right like it, it's pretty bang on mm-hmm. from for who like Lindsay and I are mm-hmm. and. I'm sure a lot of these tests are, are, are all very similar right. in how you answer these questions. Some of the questions, like like I said, this one, the way that these questions were worded, mm-hmm. you it kind of forced you one way or the other, where it's like the other test kind of gave you kind of an in-between. Right. Um, so that's why I didn't really like about this test is that I'm not, like it's, there's either a strongly agree or strongly disagree, and then there's that plot in the middle. Yeah. These questions were just like, and I also. Oh, go ahead. I was sorry. I almost like to try this one like from a different website and mm. see if yeah. it's maybe organized differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because well, because the first one that we were looking at doing, I don't even remember what it was called, but it gave you two phrases and you had to pick the one that was most like you. And in my most times I've taken it, it's like taking something from type one versus something from type five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as you pick which one sounds more like you, it's obviously adding up which ones you pick more of. But it's like, that's a really tough one too, because if you agree with both very strongly, it's like, well, how do I get rid of one? And then suddenly it's like, oh, well, you're not type five because you didn't pick that or, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 But I mean, like I said, um, for like, now this goes, uh, how did it go? How did, how did these, uh, how how do these personality tests go? I think that um, I think that I prefer the first one to the other ones because I think when I think about how many people there are in the world mm-hmm. and how little variation number sixteen or having sixteen personalities or having nine different personality types like that doesn't give you a lot of variety. And no. so while especially like we fell into a lot of this, and I would bet that a lot of our friends would fall into the mm-hmm. same categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, but we, like the three of us just alone are very different. And yeah. so, um, it's like, well, how does that, how does that add up? Um, and so I kind of like the first one where it's very, like, it's a lot more about you and how, because, um, I don't know how many strengths that one has in total, but if you got the full breakdown, yeah. the chances of you having the exact mm-hmm. same 32 components in the exact same order is like extremely rare. Do you think that there are people that think that they know themselves, but these tests tell them differently and they just, you know, they just, they're just like completely surprised by it. Like they just don't believe in tests like this because maybe 
they their way the ways people are sometimes that they don't like to believe that they are, mm-hmm. and these tests tell them that. Do you think they get maybe offended by that kind of thing? I think there are people in this world that are like that. Probably. Um, just because, especially like sometimes when you tell, when a friend tells you the way you are, like if there's something you don't see, mm-hmm. like in the way you treat other people, but your friend tells you that they see it from the outside. Right. And you're just like, that's not how I am. I guess the thing with but these tests is they're all very strength based, they right? Are very so it's not going to be yeah. like you are <laughs> there's no really selfless. Weaknesses. And on the other yeah. side, it's like, you love being selfish. Like, yeah. it, I mean, I guess they sometimes will talk about the downside of things mm-hmm. and most people are like, Oh yeah, I guess those are my like downsides. Yeah. Um, but especially with the nine, the, the nine personality types, I like if I just the way the questions are asked, it would be very shocking to get something, um, you're not used to. Um, so like if it was like, you love, math i'd be like wait what like i i answered everything about how i like humans like <laughs> yeah. how where did that come from i guess it all depends on the test too right like yeah some t- but there's so many different personality tests out there like but um i could definitely see that there's one that we do at work where it's like what kind of um it's like your work style so there's like mm-hmm. driver which is like taking yeah. the lead and and those um, are like the d- amiable work tests that I do. Yeah. yeah and i think that that one could be interesting um i took that as an employee like when i was first staffed there and i got driver um, which totally made sense. But now as a supervisor, I took it and I don't think I got amiable. I got another one where it was very much thinking about other people, um, which I was like, this totally makes sense because when I was just a frontline staff and had a lot of like, had to make a lot of on the floor decisions. Um, and I was kind of doing my own thing. Like that makes sense. But when I'm working with my staff, having to think about their needs, um, you know, like it's important for me to still lead, but I need to take them into account as well. So Absolutely. it totally yeah. makes sense that it changes. Yeah. I'd, um, I'd like to find a test where it actually tells me my, my weaknesses. Because mm-hmm. I'd like to know, my as much as I love hearing about my strengths right. and stuff like that, I want, I'm want i the kind of person that wants to be an all-around, like well-rounded adult. Right. And in all aspects of my life. So I want to know that if there's any weaknesses I have, how I can work to make them better. Right. Right. Well, we had talked, so this, this idea came up from when Nicole, my sister was on the podcast and she had suggested that we do couples therapy (laughs) and I looked into it and it was way too expensive. Like maybe one day if we get like a Patreon or something, we can do it. But my friend was like, yeah, my friend who's a a therapist was like, you don't want to pay for couples therapy. Especially we're not a couple. (laughs) But anyway, so we were like, well, what if we do some sort of like assessments? And, um, and so that's where this came from, but maybe we could look into doing like some like paid assessments Mm -hmm. where we, where it actually, and then you sit down with someone and you review your your results from a place of where your weakness is. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's like, like I said, um, the only way this to really strengthen myself as a person, I think is to like to work on my strengths, Yeah. but at the same time, know what my weaknesses are so I can work on them or just know not to do them when I, when it, the time comes. Right. But yeah. So I think, um, uh, let's see, what part of the experience would you add to your life? Uh, that's, that kind of question is, they're almost, these tests are almost nice. Um, Reminders? like self boosters. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Like good way to pad your ego. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like you said, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. If you read it and it says like, you're good at, helping people you're like i am good at that so um i think that it's nice to get acknowledgement from even if the if it's just a test it's nice to be 
yeah, reminded that it's like, oh, I do do good stuff. Do you think that someone that doesn't really know what their career path is should definitely take personality test? It'd be an interesting one. Again, they're so broad that yeah. like I find for me, for like a lot of times it'll be like, you should be in a nurturing field, which mm-hmm. I ended up, but like, it'll yeah. be like, you should be a nurse or a teacher yeah. or a whatever well, did you ever did they ha- they had tests I, like that in high school didn't yeah they? I, I took yeah. you take it in comm class i remember yeah. and yeah. it was a colors one and it was i remember i was 50 percent blue and 50 percent green and it oh. had like one job opportunity <laughs> for me <It laughs> what was, was that job do i don't remember, remember. Oh. i feel like it was something science related so oh uh, i don't know so funny. maybe that happens but yeah because yeah. in a point where i was in high school i had no idea what i wanted to do right i had no idea and i think i did take one of these tests she like us. Ah! Oh my god! Excuse me. That was the loudest um, sneeze on earth. I have this tendency to just give it all. Your sneezes. And my sneezes too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's not big, then you know, just don't bother. <laughs> my friend used to hold him in his sneezes I do, all the time, I, I do like really to quiet the point ones. where I thought his head was gonna explode. <laughs> he's. I think he's finally let them out, but he did it for like twenty years. That's he's crazy. Like, he was like. And then you wouldn't hear anything, but it looked like he was like, his head was going to explode. I was like, oh my God, just let your sneezes out, man. Just let your sneezes out. I'm going to keep that sneeze in there. Oh my <laughs> <No>. gosh. <laughs> so I hope everyone turned their volume down. Please. I turned away from the mic. <laughs> oh, it, no, it totally clipped. It oh. <laughs> giant probably registered on all three yeah. of our mics. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, but I, you know, I think if you would have done these tests, like I wonder, I think that you still would have ended up in a lot of the careers that you're in, but mm-hmm. I almost wonder if you would have ended up more in a people focused world. Like I, like you, I think would do very well in, in whatever front facing, like two people in the, in like society. Like I think you do very well working with the public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have this goal mm-hmm. or not so much goal, but I was looking at into like, and this is just like a, a something that I, one of these like things that not so much like the writing thing like mm-hmm. the freelance writing thing that yeah i saw on facebook it was though it was i saw this <laughs> ad for like life coaches and stuff yeah. like that and i have an interest for it but i don't know if I, it, it's something for me mm-hmm. but again if i see it and i i gotta look into it yeah i have this like drive to want to see what it's like now but yeah i don't know i have a couple of friends that are life coaches so i'm asking them questions and seeing what it entails well and going back to what we were talking about when we like when i was saying um, if you were 20, and I think that high school is a good one, would we have the knowledge we have now to mm. then put that to good use, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, again, I don't think my – I would be totally surprised. I wanted to be a school counselor. I knew that I wanted to do something with people or, or kids or whatever. Um, and so I don't think the test that I would have taken would have been a surprise. But I also think that part of my growing up um, – helped shape that ahead of time anyways like I just knew Mm -hmm. I wanted to work with kids and I enjoyed being a leader and and so yeah yeah I don't know how much I don't know how much of these tests I take forward but I don't I do enjoy doing them for the entertainment and the ability to brag about like (laughs) look at how awesome I am look at this score (laughs) that I got yeah so just know that if you're ever feeling low on yourself you take one of these tests yeah (laughs) but yeah I think uh that covered a lot of the, yeah, the personality tests. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I learned a lot. Well, I didn't really learn a lot about myself. This is just telling me more about myself than I knew. But like I said, I'll probably look for a test that kind of focuses on like, not so much my weaknesses, but actually tells me a little bit more negative stuff about myself. Because I know a lot of the strengths I have. Right. Of like from work and a lot of the things that I've learned through my experience in life. I'd like to know what my 
weaknesses are. I think that you probably also know your weaknesses, but it's hard to sometimes confront them. Yeah. And it's a lot easier when somebody else says to you, okay, and, and um, it's very admirable that you want to come from a place of like, now how do we work towards this? Mm-hmm. But it almost still comes from a place of like, acknowledge me, acknowledge yeah. that I've done all these good things. And now, even if I have to work on my weaknesses, there's still going to be strengths kind of like, yeah. yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Remember, if you guys want to interact with us, so if you guys take a bunch of these tests and you want to, you want to tell us what you guys got. Now tell us how awesome you are. Tell us how awesome you are. Or if you know you don't think you're that awesome, tell us. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll try to boost you up. Um, but yeah, interact with us um, at This Is Adulting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, I'll maybe put some comments. I mean, we always say, I always say put likes or reviews, which really that's like more uh, iTunes or I don't know what you yeah. do on Spotify. But boost us up. Help us out. We're well, a bunch of nice people. And we just love <laughs> to hear from you because you guys are our listeners and we love that you're listening to our show. We appreciate that. And we want to hear from you. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'll chat next week. Yeah.